Hi there, and welcome to The Impact, your favorite show that breaks down what politics means for you. I'm your host, JC. Let's get to it. Texas is one of the strongest Democratic strongholds in the country, but in the past few election cycles, it has come closer and closer to embracing the Democratic Party. Spearheading that balancing act is El Paso Congressman Beto O'Rourke, and now he's running for governor of Texas, and in the process would unseat current governor Greg Abbott. So how is the race going so far, and what would a Democrat governor of Texas mean? Hypothetical races from the Texas Politics Project show Abbott winning the race, but that is a far from clear sign of how this could go. Abbott was elected governor of Texas in 2018 and has had a controversial term as governor. Unless you're a Republican, then for most, he's a dream. Abbott defended the constitutionality of having the Ten Commandments on the grounds of the Texas Capitol, passed a nine-week ban on abortion which sparked national controversy, has prevented localities from defunding their police, as well as other popular conservative actions. Following the tragedy at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Abbott declined to appear at an NRA convention just a few days afterwards, but has yet to enact any gun control bills. Abbott polls very, very well among Republicans, according to the Texas Politics Project, but there is a critical group he is not doing particularly well with, and that's independents. Statistically speaking, independents are a crucial subset of voters to appeal to because of their ability to flip, the same reason that swing states are important in presidential elections. Currently, 55% of, inde of independents think Abbott is not doing a good job, and that could be because he is so conservative. The aforementioned Texas abortion ban currently keeps women from having an abortion at any point over nine weeks into her pregnancy. The ban came months before the Roe v. Wade decision, and because of Texas trigger laws, abortion at any time and for any reason will most likely soon be illegal in Texas. This might make Texas seem like an uber-conservative state, but many Texans don't want this to happen. According to the Texas Tribune, 78% of Texans want abortion in some cases to be accessible to women. This could mean a large part of the Texan voting base feels disenfranchised by the Abbott administration, and that might very well be the window that underdog Beto O'Rourke needs. Underdog is a title O'Rourke has been hugely embracing. He plays the song Underdog by Spoon at most of his events. O'Rourke was elected to the House of Representatives in 2013. In 2018, he ran for Senate and nearly unseated Ted Cruz, coming within two percentage points of the popular vote. The following presidential cycle, O'Rourke started a presidential campaign, which only lasted eight months. Thus far, O'Rourke's recent political career has been met with an uncomfortable amount of failure, but never without a large, enthusiastic crowd behind him. During his presidential run, O'Rourke established himself as part of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party with his stance on guns. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. O'Rourke has stated that he would make abortion vastly more accessible in Texas and supports opening borders to immigrants. O'Rourke and Abbott notably sparred in public for the first time following the shooting in Uvalde. 
Abbott held a press conference to address the matter, and O'Rourke intervened. He walked right up to Abbott's table and challenged his statements on the shooting, saying it could have been avoided and Abbott was doing nothing. On the campaign trail, O'Rourke has been unafraid to call out Abbott's actions. According to an article from NBC News, O'Rourke has tackled Abbott's performance on energy. He is cruelty and he is chaos, is how O'Rourke is describing the current governor. A spokesperson for Abbott a spokesperson for Abbott said it's unnecessary to use alarmist politics in the race, but actually it's being pretty effective for fundraising. George Soros, a huge donor to the Democratic Party, made a $1 million contribution to O'Rourke's campaign. These are two wildly different sides of the political spectrum that are competing for the governorship of one of the largest and most influential states in the country. If there's one thing Abbott has going for him, it's that he's the incumbent governor. Incumbency will always provide an advantage. But polling from the last month shows an increasing level of disapproval for Abbott among Texans. This is going to be a close race. If you're not a Texas citizen, the impact is this. If O'Rourke is elected governor, it could usher in two things. Number one, the first Democrat governor in Texas since the 90s. One of the strongest conservative states could experience a blue wave. That is, if O'Rourke does a good job. That or Texas could experience a very similar situation to Illinois, in that a few specific geographic locations make the state blue, but the rest is vastly red. And number two, O'Rourke is a progressive Democrat, very different than the Joe Bidens or Nancy Pelosi's. If elected, O'Rourke could normalize the progressive stance and move the definition of moderate even more to the left by comparison. Thank you for tuning into The Impact. I'm your host, JC. I'll catch you next time.